Hey there guys, Matthew here from the Who Addicts, joined by Liv and Jacob in person, sat around a table, because we are finally going to be reviewing and talking about brand new Doctor Who, as of course last night the woman who fell to earth aired Doctor Who Series 11 is here, and we're going to talk about it. Of course you can listen to this very review on podcasts on the go, just search for the Who Addicts on your podcast provider, and you should find this video there, so you can listen to it on the go, in the gym, driving, wherever you are. So, um, yes... Let's just start with our thoughts then. What did we all think of The Woman Who Fell to Earth? I thought it was a really good series opener. Um, I know we went into the episode, well, at least I did, with kind of the expectation that it would be more of a character piece than plot-based. So what we got, I was quite impressed with, um, because I thought the villain, Chim Shaw, whatever you want to call him, was... uh, was quite quite good, but at the same time, they, it left a lot of space to focus on the characters. So overall, yeah, I was quite impressed with it. What about you guys? Yeah, I really enjoyed it, and um, and for a series opener. And um, in my note, I put that the first time I found that a series opener, so and um, so was also and um, so very accessible for new viewers. Yes, I agree. I think I think it did. It ticked all the boxes it needed to. Um, it was never going to be the grand scale of a finale with a villain fitting of a finale or anything no. like that. Um, with it being the first episode of a new series, a new era, it had certain things that it had to do. And I think it did everything um, that it needed to. The villain obviously wasn't the greatest villain we've ever seen. No. But it wasn't about the villain. It was about establishing new characters, new Doctor, this new era. And yeah, making it accessible. And it did exactly that. I think it, it did its job in terms of what it had to. Yeah. So I think you can't really complain about that. So um, one thing that I really enjoyed first off the bat was how it started and it focused on the companions. I did as well. I thought it was a great choice to leave the Doctor for a bit, focus on Ryan, Yasmin and Graham and getting them into the story first. So what did you think of the start of the episode and, and them three in this episode? So I really enjoyed how for the first time in ages that that's um, so why I found these companions so normal and, um, 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 so compared to past companions that we have had. I mean, comparing to Clara, she like seeing all of the companions just doing their thing, having their you know normal jobs, going about normal business, it was just quite reassuring to see that they are just normal human beings. So I think the way that they did kind of leave the Doctor out of it completely for a bit and then bring her in, I think, worked really well. Um, and and the scene on... Obviously, we saw first Ryan on the hill with... Well, we now know that Graham is his step-granddad. Um, so there's quite a... It seems to be more of like a family thing going on there. And then yeah, even okay. then, we've got the Yasmin, who's, who went to school with Ryan. So you kind of get the feeling that even though they're not kind of that close, they still know each other relatively well even you know so yeah I quite like the dynamic of the companions already um, and also I'm looking forward to seeing them interact with the Doctor more in the future yeah I thought the three of them were very good um, they sort of they, they built a little bit of a story around them all as well obviously with, with Ryan having a bit of friction with Graham as well I thought that was quite interesting that they put that in there um, already, knew, already knew Yasmin of course um, we had a bit of an insight into their normal lives, of course. Ryan with his was it is it dyspraxia that yeah. he has, yeah. um, 
like I say, Graham, he doesn't really see his granddad yet. Obviously, as we've seen, he's having problems at work. Just little normal things mm. that just make them that little bit more relatable. Ryan's a YouTuber, so we relate to him as we well. We do relate to him, <laughs> we do. Um, so yeah, we can get him on the channel at some point. But um, yeah, it, it just it just gives them all a story and it, it, it gives them all a meaning instead of them just being random companions that have just been thrown yeah. straight in there. So I don't think we can complain about them and it established them all before the action got started as well. Which... And also what I like is that them companions, and them slowly but surely, so all built up to the Doctor's arrival. Yeah. Which, and, um, so which I also liked. Yeah. I mean, talking of the Doctor's arrival, that scene on the train was Th- something was else, wasn't yeah. it? It felt like a completely kind of different show. I mean, I was don't know if any, if any of you have seen Bodyguard, which was on BBC I did. One I loved it. a couple of weeks ago, and oh, that had a, a scene on the train, which was well quite different. But yeah. there's been a lot of creepy train scenes recently yeah. on BBC One. Uh, but yeah, that scene, I got. I don't know about you guys, but it, it, it did feel creepy. a bit like kind of Torchwood vibes almost, like because we didn't. There was just, like this creature on board that we didn't know what it was, what its intentions were, and it was coming towards them, and then obviously. Just before it got to them, the doctor crashes through the roof of the train. Um, but yeah, that that was such a, a a good scene that got me on edge. And all and and um, and also with that train scene, which and um, I also like with the music that that and um, cause that was also playing in the background. Mm. Really, and um, that music just really, really like really built the atmosphere up. Yeah, I think we got a hint of the theme tune as well, didn't we? We did. Yeah. When Jodie yeah. appeared. I like that. that. Kind of I love chills. the theme tune. Very classic. Yeah, it just, it was such a, just the music and the, the direction of it as well, how it looked, it just really set a, an unbelievable Stunning. tone. Yeah, Stunning. it was. The sort of score in the background throughout the episode just kept things ticking. And um, I think it, it is different. It is new. So yeah, I think the score's. I think it's fantastic so far, and the theme tune, of course, which we'll talk about a little bit more at the end, is amazing. So what about the woman herself, then? Obviously, we spoke briefly about the companions, but what about Jodie Whittaker's 30th Doctor with that arrival? I was scared that... So they were going to write her a bit silly. So compared to, like, so previous, like, in the um, um, regeneration series openers, yeah. that... So I was so scared that, and... Um, all it was just going to be was like forced jokes, like and um, 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 so also like really like really forced humour. But no, I really, really, really liked her arrival. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I thought that Jodie and like her portrayal as the Doctor was probably one of the best things about this episode. Definitely. I mean, obviously, it's been we've well, we found out that she was a Doctor back in July last year, so it's been a long time coming to see her in action, and she's blown us all away. Um, and. And she's so northern. I just love it. Oh, she's very northern. <laughs> there was a lot of this episode that was very northern. Yeah. To the northerners! Yeah, I agree. I think they've got a really good balance of the kind of post-regenerative madness, whilst also you could tell that she was the Doctor. And yeah. you can kind of get sort of a grasp of what kind of Doctor she's going to be like already, even though it's only the first episode. Yeah, she took control straight away. As soon as she landed in that, in that train, she yeah. took control. She was leading the way, and she was the Doctor. And I was glued to her. In them first ten minutes, I could not take my eyes off her. She was absolutely amazing. The episode then continues. We see the team together for the first time. And what do you think of them as a dynamic, as a TARDIS team? Because I think that they all bring something different. Ryan's a little bit more young, vulnerable. I think Yaz 
not too headstrong, but I think she's solid enough. But I think Graham brings just the perfect amount of comic relief. Yeah. It, it wasn't like I say, it wasn't forced comic relief. It wasn't it wasn't like Nardle was when he oh, first came in at the full on. Yeah, it wasn't too full in your face. He just brought a nice little bit of comic relief. Yeah. Just to keep you smiling. It's a different type of humour as well, isn't it, to what Nardole brought. It's more kind of like a subtle sort of humour that we all like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot of love for all the companions so far. Apart from Yaz. Yeah. Like, I picked up on Twitter that in, um, from scrolling through last night, that in, um, so a lot of people were bored of her. Yeah, it's a bit... So we're not really having a story behind, but it was also me. She did have, like, a story behind, like, with the work. Yeah. side of the story I think there's definitely more to explore with the character but I do get that this episode was it seemed to be a bit more focused on the side of Ryan and obviously um, cause, because yeah. Graham is related to well kind of related to Ryan I think that's why it kind of feels like it focused on them a bit yeah. more than than her but I think there's, there's definitely more to Yasmin which I'm looking forward to seeing yeah, she was getting called boring and stuff, and, and I think that's a bit too harsh to, to I do. label her as boring. Yeah, I mean, they, they can only do so much. I think there's going to be a lot more from her to come in the coming episode, so I wouldn't look into that too much. Um, now, I thought the, the start of the episode, that was a great pace about it, and then she created her Sonic as well, which was the scene we've all been waiting for. I thought that was an epic scene. I loved, for the first time, seeing a doctor make her own Sonic just on the spot, mm. and... Um, and um, um, so set from it previously, so all of a sudden uh, popping out the TARDIS. So I thought that was excellent. Yeah, I just how she did that. It just gives the Sonic a bit more meaning, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Just popping out the TARDIS. The fact that she's made it herself. I mean, it's not my favourite in terms of design, but oh, I like it. It means more to me just by seeing her create it. I don't know yeah. if you feel the same about that, but um, I feel like after she created the Sonic, the episode took a bit of a lull as in there was a lot of questions and answers and explanations it's like they were trying to tell us too much at once trying to get all the questions and answers done in a short space of time to set the scene for what's actually going on so i got bored in the middle of it i got bored yeah i wouldn't say bored's what i i wouldn't, I wouldn't say i was bored as much but it it just dropped off a little bit i was bored yeah so there's a constant questions constant the talking scenes and not much action. There was yeah. a lot of e- explanations, wasn't there? Yeah, I think of like the plot early on. Hmm. Like I think because obviously we were really excited and the the first kind of I don't know fifteen minutes of the episode was kind of focused on meeting the characters. You had the train scene, it was kind of this adrenaline. We had this weird thing that appeared in the forest with Ryan, and then it kind of just yeah, I think it just started to slow down a bit which isn't necessarily a bad thing but I do get that in some places the pacing started to slow down um, but it's I wouldn't like to kind of brand it as a bad thing but yeah. it, it was just a bit contrasting to what we it, it kind of got accelerated and then it kind of dropped again um, which yeah I think it picked up again towards the end of the episode definitely oh without but, doubt but the middle of the episode did kind of start to just stagger along slowly. Hmm. So what did you guys think of like the villain like Tim Shaw? Because to me, he looked very creepy. Yeah. So I mean the teeth in his face. But 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 I I I I, I just find where Chibnall is concerned and um to me and, um 
Rosaria is so good at the characters and in the um, so writing them in and building them up. But so what I found disconnected in the, but to the episode was the villain. It's a hard one because obviously he's not going to be the greatest villain for the first story. But I agree. I do think that you can see Chimnall's strengths and weaknesses. I think he is definitely his strength is definitely. Character, character building. Characters. I think he is head head and shoulders above Stephen Moffat in terms of character building, and he's probably better than Russell was. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm not just going off Doctor Who. I'm going off, you know, top, um, what he did in Torture, and I'm going off what he did in Broadchurch, especially. Yeah. Um, I just I can just trust him a lot when it comes to, to characters, and I already feel extremely connected to all the companions, and of course Grace, which we'll talk about what happened to her in the end. Um, but obviously, there's still I think room for him to prove. How good he can be on the other side of a Doctor episode, which is building up a villain, yeah. giving that villain a really good motive, making it threatening, and, and then obviously building an episode around it. But for a first episode, you can't expect too much. I thought his look was great when he took his mask oh, off. We all like, generally, yeah, we all generally sort of sat back, didn't we? And we all thought, oh my goodness, for a seven o'clock time slot with you know a kind of a family audience. Yeah, that was creepy. All those teeth on. On his face, were it that was, was creepy. It was gruesome. Yeah, I do. I do think that that the look of him was was the best part about him. Um, in terms of what do you think of how he was in the story? So I just he? felt a bit bored with him. He just there wasn't much. Like I would have liked maybe him to recognise the Doctor, or in a way, yeah. But it 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 didn't. So I was like, eh. Yeah, there was. Do you know what I mean? There wasn't that much of like a rivalry there. No. no. Yeah, I mean. Because in the eleventh hour, I remember the the doctor showed like Prisoner Zero clips of him from the past and showed who he is, and that really built that moment yeah. to go, oh my god! And then they were scared of him, mm. so it would have been cool to see the the, the villain recognise who the doctor was, and then maybe she would have come across even more as the doctor. Yeah. If he, maybe they'd have. I know Chibble probably doesn't want to like use past doctors, but that scene on top of the roof in the eleventh hour just used it well, and it sort of made him more scared of the Doctor yeah so I, I can see what you mean yeah but yeah for a first episode villain you can't really expect too much I mean what did you think of how he was in the story then did you how he comes back every now and then for human trophies to take back to his planet to become the leader yeah I, what, found, I found it a bit kind of because so we get the impression that he's sent to do to take this randomly chosen trophy back to his planet but he also kills these other people without any sort of motive that I can understand. And he still takes their teeth. Yeah. Which leaves me a bit kind of confused. Like, why would, why do they need this random trophy? I don't know. It's just, yeah. It seemed a bit... I didn't want to rethink into it too much. I just wanted to, like, to accept it. But it did have me thinking, why? A little bit. Um, but in terms of... Well, obviously, the look was great. It, it did felt feel like intimidating because obviously there's this alien on the loose and we didn't have any we didn't because there's the, the um the electrical creature from the train it wasn't clear as if this was a separate entity or if they were working together or, or yeah. what that was about so I was intrigued about that to see where that they would come in if they were working together and obviously it turned out that he was using that electrical thing um but yeah I think it kind of they kind of got to my expectations. It reached my expectations, but it didn't exceed it. Yeah, we can't expect too much from a villain 
at the end of the day. It's just the first episode, isn't it, really? So, and um, so I've written down in my notes that so I think that so I think later on in the series, so we will see this Tim Shaw again. I hope we don't, you know, I really don't. I think I honestly think he is one of them villains that should just be a one one shot yeah. thing. When he got pushed off the crane at the very end, he disappeared. And I think if he'd have fell to the ground and was killed there and then, it would have maybe opened up the opportunity to see the doctor be really angry at that kid. Because oh. she did seem she did seem pretty angry that he'd just pushed him in the first yeah. place. But the fact that they'd let the villain get away does open the door for him to come back. But I, d- I hope he doesn't. I'm not I'd hate him to be the the villain that comes back in the finale because he just isn't. It's, there's not really much there, is there? Yeah, really? a finale type villain. Yeah, I, know I agree wanna, with that. I know they want to create their own villains and everything, and they could, you know, add more to this villain to make him a bigger threat, I guess. But I would rather him be a one episode thing, yeah. and I would have maybe preferred to see him just fall at the end, and then the Doctor would be fuming with the kid, and it would have maybe yeah. show a different side to her. So I think maybe. I think for series eleven, they what they're going to go for a different villain every episode so I think that he'd be should probably like kind of contradict him himself by bringing back a character from the first episode back to the last maybe yeah yeah I see what you mean so what what did you then think of the ending then when with the crane and of course the Doctor Ryan and Yasmin are trying to get up one crane to get hold of him save him which I don't know what would have happened to be fair because he'd have probably just jumped across the crane and kept chasing them yeah. um, and then obviously you've got Graham and Gracie at the bottom trying to get rid of the electrical creature who was trying to take the crane down what do you think of the, the actual ending then? I never expected a death so early on in a series no especially of like a character that we kind so of especially had episode known one. Through, through the whole episode like, I expected kind of like the throwaway deaths like that you know, that, that security guard. I, I expected yeah. that, but I didn't expect someone like Grace, who was obviously no. a close family member of one of the companions, to be killed off on episode one. I thought that was quite quite brutal, but it was it was kind of nice in a way to show that Jibnall isn't afraid to do things like that. That scene was great, and um, it's also like and um, it's pulled on the heartstrings a bit. It did, yeah. I think that proves how good Chibnall's character writing is. Because, I mean, I wasn't expecting it. I know she's not been seen in other episodes, but she was down as a recurring character. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the whole ending with, I mean, seeing, let's just talk about Jodie jumping from one current to the other and then that final <laughs> moment where she finally says, I'm the Doctor, get off this planet while you still have the chance. I got shivers. Yeah. yeah. I did, and I like how they built up to that as well. She kept trying to say it. She didn't quite know, and at the end she was like a bit of adrenaline, whatever. I know who I am. Yeah. And I would that that's the moment when I would have maybe liked the villain to be like, oh, yes, crap. Yeah. I agree with that. I know who you are. I agree because with the that. Doctor should be known universally yeah. by... You'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. So I would have liked the villain to be a bit like, oh, crap. Well, that, what for me, made and, um, so made the film disconnected. Yeah, I agree. I see, what, I see where you're coming from. So then, obviously, we see Grace's death, which I didn't see coming at all. And I thought it was a real shock. And it's kind of refreshing to see that Chibnall is willing to kill people off because in the Moffat era, if, when someone was killed off, I don't know about you guys, but my instant impression is they're probably going to come back at some point. Yeah. yeah. If they are a character who's as well-established as Gracie was, who I'd count as pretty much a companion at that point. Yeah. And part of me even still has that feeling in my head that she's going to return, but then I keep on having to think that, wait, this isn't Moffat anymore. I have faith that she isn't going to come back. So I think, and um, so I think Grace might come back as like flashbacks in, and um, and um, so in Ryan or Graham's head. 
in a way. Yeah, that's the only way I would like her to see it come back, maybe. Yeah. But the thought of her being... She'd just got on this adventure. She even said to Graham, is it wrong that I'm enjoying this? She was really getting yeah. into it. Yeah. And then, All of as sudden. always, she, you know, the whole, pardon the pun, but everything falls back down to earth. And the realisation of the fact that people do die when the Doctor turns up. She's only known them for a few hours. Yeah. And look what happens. It, Actually, that reminds me of another point where she kept on, the Doctor kept on apologising for things, even though it wasn't her yeah. fault. Like when... Um, when they all had to see that body in, on the ground with obviously like the tooth taken out like she was like oh I'm so sorry any of you had to see this as if it was her doing but yeah. I felt that was quite nice that she, she felt like it was her fault and she was apologetic even though it really wasn't anything to do with her yeah I feel like this Doctor's got a lot more of a human side to her yeah. I kept thinking of either ten off or the fifth Doctor just with how human she is yeah um, I would like to see something maybe get under her skin a bit more, which might have been if the kid had killed the villain, pushed him off the yeah. corner. Well, you saw but, a kind of glimpse of that, but it didn't really go anywhere, because obviously she said, why have you just done that? And then it just kind of left it there. We didn't see that, um, what was his name, Carl? We didn't yeah. see him again. So I don't know if there's a opportunity there for something to happen there. I'd yeah. like, I would like to see something get kind of on our nerves a bit. Yeah. There's still a first episode, so obviously exactly. there's still time for her to find her yeah. doctor and, and develop more. Then there was the funeral scene, and I don't know about you guys, but this, I felt like I was watching Broadchurch. I yeah. literally yeah. felt like I was watching a scene from Broadchurch. Just the, the direction, how everything went quiet, the acting, the dialogue, at the end, it just had a serial drama feel. And I think that's... That's that's the difference that, that I can feel with Chibnall's Who so far. The, the sci-fi bits, I think, still need working on. Mm-hmm. I, I agree But with in that. terms of the characters and them emotional scenes, you can tell that he's really, really good at them. And I don't know about you lot, but I, I felt Broadchurch at that moment. I just did. Yeah, it was a mix of kind of the music, like I said, the kind of tone, obviously, quite a solemn... It was a funeral, so... Yeah, it kind of got a bit of a... It didn't really feel like Doctor Who, but obviously then you've got the Doctor stood at the back that kind of brings it back to, obviously, it being Doctor Who. And obviously we found out as well that even more about Graham at the end, just when we'd had a horrendously emotional funeral scene, we then find out even more about his backstory that she met him when he was ill through chemotherapy, which was... I didn't expect... I didn't see that coming. I I didn't see that. That was so sad. Yeah. So it was kind of like hints of that because when he because when he said about um, oh I, he he said that he'd still be driving buses if he could yeah yeah and you're like why isn't he is he what is he just retired yeah. or something or but then obviously we find out then and it's kind of a bit of another shocking revelation yeah it was a, it was a real shock to hear that that's how they met and it just made the whole thing ten times more sad and a bit more realistic but as well I'm sure there are fans who can relate to him relate to Gracie and relate yeah. to, to Ryan, Ryan, definitely with, Ryan with dyspraxia so maybe that's why people are maybe not getting used to Yaz as much because there are these other elements to the other characters that are really relatable that are probably going to tug at people a lot more Yeah, and I don't think we've ever had a writer go that deep into a companion's backstory, backstory with, with yeah, such touching topics that early on as well he's really like established these and he's really gave us a lot to think about in terms yeah. of them companions um, we then see her get a costume as well in a charity shop which was nice oh, was I love that bit <laughs> a bit different uh, when she come out with a costume on the music and everything was now, brilliant now and, uh, that to me that um, um, 
that was the moment I said, yep, yep. She's a doctor. <laughs> no question about it. Yeah. She is the doctor. It's very difficult when she's still in, obviously, B. Capaldi's old costume to kind of see her as a doctor. But when she's got that costume on that we've seen her in promo pitch, pictures, like you see her in that costume and it's just kind of like, yeah, she's the doctor. Yeah, I agree. And then obviously the end, they all, they all accidentally, I guess, get took away to the TARDIS, which well. is actually <laughs> space. And we still don't still know seen what the, the side of the TARDIS yeah. looks like. So I'm hoping we get that episode too. Someone on Twitter said we might not get to the end of the series, but that would be very difficult for them to not travel around without seeing the inside yeah. of the TARDIS. Yeah. And they've so. built the entire set, so it's only show at the end of yeah, the series. Yeah, so they must show the TARDIS <laughs> in, in, the, in episode, episode two. two. For sure. Yeah, that, I think it'll be at the end of episode two. I think it'll be the start of episode two, because, well, they get they obviously go to this planet, so at the moment they're in the middle of space, so I'm struggling to yeah, see so how... Yeah, how will they get to that planet? Unless they get captured... <laughs> If they're still in like by that ship, remember that large ship that appeared and lands on the planet? That might be what picks them up. Who knows? Indeed, that's for the preview. We will leave that to the preview. So then, yes, shall we conclude then on what we think in our ratings out of Mm ten for the woman who fell to earth? Who wants to go first? So um, I thought that this was a brilliant start to a fresh new era of Doctor Who. It introduced all of the characters really well. Um, The Doctor is incredible. Jodie Whittaker is a fantastic actress um, and she's just instantly the Doctor. I liked how it wasn't focused on that she's a woman. I think there's only one, maybe two moments that it was even mentioned, um, which I think was really good because I I was partly worried that they'd make a big deal out of it, um, which they didn't, thankfully. Um, All the companions are really well written, uh, down to earth, quite lovable and relatable. Um, the, the Tim, the villain Tim Shaw was an interesting villain, um, although there wasn't much to him. Um, but visually, it was stunning. As was the whole episode, actually. All the cinematography, direction, the visual effects, incredible. Um, the train and the crane scenes in particular really stood out for me. Um, obviously, there were scenes of quite high tension, um, and they had me on the edge of my seat. Um, and yeah, the, I think the episode just had elements of everything that was needed for a series open. It ticked kind of basically every box. So I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Fantastic. Can I go next? Yes, why not? So in conclusion, as I thought it was a very good opener for the new series. It was a definitely a good jump and eye point for new viewers. Um, yeah, so I liked how we learnt about the new companions at the beginning. And um, we're also building up yeah, to seeing the Doctor. At some creepy moments, so with the music, adding the drama. However, it did trail in the middle, because I was getting a bit bored of the constant questions. So I think they rushed the plot too much. Yeah, Tim Shaw had promised, but um, still to this moment, I'm not sure, and quite sure as to how I feel about him as a villain. So the ending was Ryan's nan, and so also really tugged at the heartstrings at the end. And um, and, um, and also learning about Graham's past, as so it really had a depth to his character. And so you can tell where Chibnall's strength is. However, the highlight for me was uh, was the 13th Doctor. And so I really enjoyed her performance. Yeah, the funny moments were not too silly. And um, she was clever and and, um, and as always, and, uh, one, step, one step ahead. So also seeing her in her costume at the end was epic. And as the series goes along, there I am excited to learn more about her. It's the rate and I've gone for a 7 out of 10. Oh, she's gone one lower. She always lower. goes one lower. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I think... I think the opener ticked all the boxes it had to. It didn't have the grand scale of, you know, a finale or what maybe some people would have expected. But 
it did everything in terms of establish the Doctor, establish the companions. I thought Jodie's for a first episode was was brilliant. To think that there's still more to come from her as well is just really exciting. Um, she established herself as the Doctor. She showed different sides of her. Like I say, she wasn't too silly as well. The post regenerative stuff wasn't you know pushed in your face too much. Um, the three companions I thought were great. Grimm's backstory as well as his comic relief was perfect. Ryan as well I thought was a really vulnerable, likeable character. Yasmin I think there's still work to be done there, but I definitely wouldn't go as far as to say she's boring. Um, the story had it, it picked up at the start, lulled in the middle, picked back up at the end. I think too many questions and answers in a short space of time. I think if Chibnall could work on maybe spreading that out throughout the episode, that would work a little bit better. But his strengths are definitely character building because he did that perfectly well. Um, I thought Tim Shaw was a good villain obviously not spectacular but he didn't need to be although I would hope to not see him again I think that that's enough for him I think that should be his story done and then yeah the end was epic and I didn't see a death coming that soon which shows that Chibnall does have the guts to obviously kill a character off this early, this quickly and I did feel connected to that character which shows how good he is at writing them um, I just hope that she's not brought back and that he keeps to this because it, it really will make a much more serious cutthroat Doctor Who and I think the show I think you can tell by the first episode that the show has taken itself a lot more seriously so um, yeah it ticked all the boxes it had all the emotion all the drama great balance and this is only episode one so there's a lot more to come so I'm also going to give it an 8 out of 10 hey. so me and Jacob snap Liv as always is one long <laughs> I can't help it harsh critic and talking of 8s Let's just briefly congratulate them on the overnight viewing figures. 8.2 million. That's brilliant for yeah. an opening episode. Yeah. That's already topped most of the episodes in series 10 overall, yeah. not just overnight. That's incredible. It's the most highest episode overnight ratings, um, well, not including specials, but any, compared to any other normal episode, it's the highest rating since Journey's End, I believe, is wow. what I read. Wow. That's fantastic. Which is that is really good. Um, and I've seen that it's it's beaten Eleventh Hour and Deep Breath um, in terms of their overnight viewings as well. Yeah. So it's great to see that that that's it's massive congratulations to the team, isn't it? It's all paid off. Um, obviously, there is going to be a drop off in terms of views. There always is. Yeah. But if they can consistently beat Series Ten and Series Nine, I think that's a big success. Yes, they could. I do. They could be bringing it back. I'm really excited to see where. I hope so, Chibnall, I really do Jordy hope and the so. team take this. So, um, yeah, is that everything that we've got to say in regards to The Woman Who Fell to Earth? I think so. I, think so, yeah. I almost said The Woman Who Lived Again. <laughs> Why? Let's, Definitely not The Woman Who Let's lived. not talk about that episode. <laughs> um, so, yes, do like this review if you have enjoyed it. We are, of course, going to be reviewing every episode from Series 11 as well as previewing every episode from now on as long as we have no more technical difficulties. We even have one for this very video, which we've now fixed. And I'm also going to be hopefully doing a little video in between, which I'm going to be doing like five talking points from the episode, five whatever, still five need to work on the title. <laughs> a mini summary of every episode, basically, which should be different. Um, but yeah, do subscribe to the channel if you want to look forward to all that. Comment below what your thoughts are on the episode. And um, if you want to follow us on all social media, head over to our website where you might be able to find all them details. Jacob might continue bringing back his weekly Doctor Who Fingers crossed. news bits. And hopefully we can get some people on board to write for the website as well, which we're working on. And if you want to support the channel, do head over to Patreon, where you can receive rewards and stuff if you want to support us and donate to help the channel out. But until next time, guys, thank you very much for watching. We will see you next time.